0: Hey Seattle hockey fans, welcome to a late night edition of Locked on Kraken. I'm your host Erica L. Ayala. We're going to talk about World Juniors. We had the uh, candidate game just wrapped up. We'll talk about that and of course how Shane Wright did. We had Some other prospects play earlier and two pretty big upsets in world juniors. We're also going to, you probably saw a little teaser of that. We're going to take you to the holiday video that the Seattle Kraken put out and more on this episode of Locked on Kraken. You are locked on Kraken Hey, what do you say, Seattle hockey fans? Welcome to a Monday episode of Locked on Kraken. We're actually going to talk about World Juniors today. Thank you, as always, though, for listening to Locked on Kraken. Again, I am your host, Erica L. Ayala. This is your daily dose of the Seattle Kraken. And so, of course, that extends to our prospects. And big news is, of course, Shane Wright suiting up for Team Canada, he's captaining that team at World Juniors. Maybe not the opening result that they wanted. Definitely not the opening result that they wanted. We'll talk about that shortly. But first of all, we wrapped Christmas and Hanukkah. Today's day one of Kwanzaa. And unity is the principle of focus. Happy holidays indeed, everyone. I hope that you had a good time with family. I know some people are traveling and travel was a hot mess. So I hope you got everywhere you needed to be safely, warmly, um, and you had a good holiday. So that was the video that the Seattle Kraken put together. But as promised, we're going to talk about World Juniors, and we're just going to start with how everything ended on day one. And of course, that was with a loss. Um, Canada, I, sh- I should say Canada lost Um I if you were following me on Locked on Kraken you know that uh, I I'm a little bit of a of a chirper. I like to uh, you know I I I like to uh, kind of root for chaos. That's what I do. I root for chaos and there was a lot of chaos. There was a lot of chaos today and you know what? I'm here for it. So Canada loses the opening match 5-2 to Czechia to Team Czechia. And so this is kind of a big deal because not only was Canada a top seeded team, they won World Juniors last year, which technically was earlier this year, but you know, they're hosting. It's kind of a big deal and um oh, let's go here. So I'll we'll go over this in a minute, but let's take you to this game uh the 5-2 loss Canada and uh just take a look at um the the stats this is the stat the penalty minutes the, the like if you look at this visualization it's absolutely ridiculous now there was a 5 minute major uh hit to the head the the Czech team scored two of their power play goals. Their only two power play goals during that five minutes. But even if you put that five minutes to the side, it was an undisciplined game by Canada. Now in the first period, Shane Wright got the scoring started actually. And um, he on a power play was able to tip in the first goal of the tournament for Canada. And, um, you're thinking all right you know canada's doing okay um but it there was a lot of conversation during this time about maybe canada trying to get too fancy there were two michigan attempts that failed um wrap around not just a wraparound goal but where you lift the puck and you try to sneak it or pretty much you just jam it top corner for those who are not familiar with the Michigan. And if you're not familiar with the Michigan, you probably got familiar with the Michigan after uh, today. But, um, you know, there was a lot of conversation about, Oh, you know, is this team trying to be too fancy? Is this the time and place? What, you know, where we need this, (sighs) I don't know. I mean, the crowd seemed to enjoy that they at least attempted the Michigan. Of course, if you make the Michigan, it's even better. But what I can tell you is that things started to fall apart for Canada in the second period. And so you can't blame the Michigan. Both Michigan attempts were in the first period. And there was a dis- There were two disallowed goals. One was goalie interference on Team Czechia. Another one was offside for Canada. So it was a back and forth first period. And then, I don't know what was said in the locker room. There's a part of me that would honestly believe that somewhere – someone in hockey Canada was like knock this crap out We're not showboating let's just play hockey <sighs> I don't know I what I can say is it's only the first game I'm glad Shane Wright uh, got a goal and an assist so two points in his first game we'll take that but overall if you're rooting for Canada I don't know what they really showed you. They are supposed to be the best, you know, they're touted as the best Canadian team ever at World Juniors, even though Jordan Eberle's name has been evoked multiple times. But, um, you know, there was a lot of pressure. There's a lot of pressure coming into this tournament. And Game 1 didn't go the way Canada wanted. So will they be able to bounce back? Is this, should we be worried? Um, it's hard for me to say because again, I was rooting for chaos, so I personally am okay with how things ended. I'm sure a lot of other people, I mean, I saw some people on even on crack and Twitter saying this was an embarrassing performance by Canada. Ultimately, I don't think they look disciplined. I don't think they were running any real systems or, you know, connected to their systems. Shane Wright did have two points, a goal and an assist, but he wasn't particularly great from the faceoff dot. You've got to win faceoffs. And Czechia played their game. This is an international tournament. I think that, and I'm not from Canada, obviously, for those who don't know, I'm from the United States. But I do think there's a North American exceptionalism that happens when we get into these tournaments. And that's why I kind of root for chaos. We should not be surprised that other teams are competitive. I mean, what are what are we even saying? I think especially at the junior level and arguably even more so at the men's or boys and men's level, I don't know why we're still so surprised that other teams are playing well. When you look at all of the different players that are either NHL draft eligible, who are playing college hockey or have committed to play college hockey, not to mention those, of course, like Shane Wright, that have already been drafted to the NHL and some who've seen time in the NHL. How are we surprised? Like not everyone's coming from the United States and Canada, not even close. So, you know, I – is it somewhat shocking? Sure. Is it altogether surprising in my personal opinion? No. But let's talk about what we what we saw for the rest of day one, as well as what day two will bring. Um, and some players to watch. Uh, not named Connor Bedard. Uh, I think that's what the article is called. Anyway, uh, that's what's coming up on this episode of Locked on Kraken. Right now, we have an important message for you. Did you know that driving high is considered driving under the influence? That's right. Driving under the influence of marijuana is against the law in every state, even in states where marijuana is legal. That means driving high could get you a DUI. And if you think law enforcement officers can't tell when you're driving high, you're wrong. Your friends can tell, your coworkers can tell, even your parents can tell, everyone can tell. So what makes you think that law enforcement officers don't know when you're driving high? Driving under the influence of marijuana can slow your response time and change how you perceive time and speed. So even if you think you're fine to drive when you're high, you're not. Because the bottom line is, if you feel different, you drive different. And driving high is driving under the influence. So remember, drive high, get a DUI. That was paid for by NHTSA. Thank you as always for making Locked On Kraken a part of your daily routine. We're doing things a little bit different. First of all, it's the holidays. I hope that you um, have enjoyed spending time with family, friends, or maybe even just recharging your batteries. That's what I've been doing, and um, we appreciate you listening. So, wanted everyone to just settle into whatever their holiday. Ho- holiday routine is going to be, myself included. No pressure. But also there was this opportunity to go live on YouTube um, right after World Juniors. Again, Canada loses to Czechia on day one, five to two. But that was not the only upset of the day. The schedule. So we got an upset. We got bookended upsets, a five to upset Czechia over Canada. And Switzerland beat Finland three to two in overtime. Now, before I go into game by game, let me just explain why these are um, upsets. Canada came in as the top ranked team, they won gold at this very tournament last year. So they came in the IAHF, the International Ice Hockey Federation. Power rankings are as follows Canada won. The United States, two. Finland, your third-ranked team. Sweden, your fourth-ranked team. Czechia, your fifth-ranked team. Germany at six. Slovakia at seven. Switzerland at eight. Latvia at nine. And Austria at ten. Now, we'll talk about Latvia in a minute. But Canada loses to um, the, the five seed. And Finland at three loses To the eight seed. So again, that that first game of the day was Switzerland over Finland in overtime. Then we had a big (laughs) one-sided affair where Sweden beat Austria. Now, if you are Canadian, particularly if you like Canadian soccer, maybe you cover your ears. Because as I was listening to this game, what we heard is that Team Austria, who is in danger of being relegated if they don't finish top four in their group they are like they were likened to the men's canadian soccer team not the women's team because they are olympic gold medalists thank you very much um reigning they were likened to the the canadian men's team and i was like ouch that's way harsh ty and then they lose to Sweden, 11 nothing. And some people you heard even on the broadcast, oh, are they going to slow, are they going to pump the brakes? Or No, you you cannot do that in this tournament. One, goal differential is a thing. But two, it's about habits. It's about building habits. And you have to play the way you're going to play regardless of the score. And I think a few teams got caught up in not doing that. Anyway, so 11 nothing win Sweden over Austria. That was the second game of the day. The third game of the day was the United States over Latvia. Now, let me tell you though, this game was closer than us probably wanted it to be. If you look at IHF.com, the headline for this one is us overcomes resilient Latvians. Latvia played a very good defensive game. They have a lot of size on defense. They pushed the United States out to the perimeter. Uh, Watching this game was really a chess match, especially after that 11-0 game. I'm not going to lie. I did started cooking. I started cleaning while watching that one. It was kind of just on in the background. But this one was good. Uh, Rand Pecknold, uh, head coach of the United States, said we just settled down for the third and kind of played with more character. And another thing that you heard on the broadcast is that you saw and you uh, heard the broadcasters talking about the United States just getting shots on net. You saw that their their shot total was adding up very early in the third period. They wanted to get shots on net and make something happen. They spent a lot of time in the offensive zone, and that wasn't happening in the first and second. You heard some players talking on NHL Network about how they just kind of didn't turn They didn't uh, turn into that next gear. They didn't shift into that next gear until the third period. On the one hand, you're glad the United States has that. On the other, you wonder why it took two periods and a tie game. It was tied up, uh, I believe, two goals aside at the end of the second period. This is an international tournament. Again, North American exceptionalism, you have to throw it out the window. These teams are coming to play. And, yeah, they're coming for the top teams. The United States didn't lose, but they could have. They absolutely could have lost this game to Latvia. And we already saw or we already talked about what happened to Canada. So that was that game. Um, Tomorrow we have the next slate of teams that are going to play. So we haven't seen Germany play yet. They're going to play. We have we have I guess it's only Germany. Who else am I missing? Oh, and Slovakia. Germany and Slovakia did not play today, but they will play tomorrow. So the slate for tomorrow is Finland starts off against Slovakia. Germany takes on Sweden. And then you're going to have Switzerland versus Latvia, which I think is going to be a really interesting game. Considering that Switzerland got the win again over Finland and Latvia played the U.S. pretty close. Austria and Czechia, I'm thinking after what we saw today, Czechia is going to have that one in the bag. Austria has some work to do. And that closes out tomorrow. And then you have the U.S. and Canada that play Wednesday. We'll talk a little bit more about this on tomorrow's episode. But uh, just so you know, it's Slovakia, USA. Uh, Canada and Germany, Latvia, or Canada and Germany, excuse me, and then Latvia, Finland the next day. So we'll talk about that. We've got time for that. So a little bit of an awkward start to World Juniors. I personally like it. I'm sure there's a lot of people that didn't. It was a little uncomfortable, but this is just the preliminary round. So you're still in good position, particularly if you're a top team, which, of course, Canada and the United States are both top teams. You're still in good position, but I think it's going to be really, really interesting. Of course, um, you know, the, the, the Canadian team and the U.S. team are not in the same bracket, so they won't see each other in the prelims. Um, Not in this tournament. Anyway, so coming up next on Locked on Kraken, I do want to talk about some athletes that you should be watching, some players to watch. We've already seen some results come in, but I still want to get you to know some of these young players. And then also I'll get you ready for what is to come on this week on Locked on Kraken. Thank you, as always, for making Locked on Kraken a part of your daily routine. We're doing things a little bit different. I'm coming to you live after day one of World Juniors. Canada upset by Czechia. Switzerland upsets Finland. And Latvia almost upsets the United States until the USA got it together in the third period to ultimately win that game. So are you not entertained? This is amazing. But, um... You know, we obviously here on Lockdown Kraken are going to focus a lot on Shane Wright, but he's not the only person that you should be watching. And um, I love this article: three players to watch on every team at World Juniors, not named Bedard and Fantilli. Now, Fantilli he ends up serving the five minute major. Um, Adam Fantilli for Canada. Connor Bedard, like Shane Wright, is expected to be the top pick in the upcoming NHL draft. So we'll see what happens there. I know one locked on host wink, wink sharks defenses for nerds uh, is already on the tank train trying to get Connor Bedard. Yeah, we'll see what happens there. Anyway, side note on Fantilli. He, I don't know like what he does to his uniform, but he has like a deep cut (laughs) um, to his collar and he wears a gold chain. It gives. It was giving me uh, definitely giving me um, Ronnie Francis vibes. Anyway, three players to watch. Let's start with Canada. So Shane Wright, obviously, not just because we're talking unlocked on, on Kraken, but he's the captain. Owen Zellweger. He actually assisted Shane Wright's goal. And Brandt Clark for Germany. Ryan Del Monte, Julian Lutz and Adrian Klein. For Austria, you know, they have a few interesting players, including a third rounder for NHL or, or for the Montreal Canadiens. Uh, and Vincent Rohr, Jack Linton is a centerman there. Uh, Latvia had some solid players. I really was looking at um, their... Um, goaltender in particular. Uh, for Czechia, David Jurasek. We've talked about him on the podcast before. Pretty big-sized defenseman. I, I you know, think that uh, I'm, I'm very excited to see what he's going to do for Columbus. So that's one of the players there. For Slovakia, Simon Nemec of course we're going to get to watch he he went to New Jersey in the draft. He was another player I thought potentially we could get because of course I thought like everybody else I thought Shane Wright was going number 1. Switzerland has a solid team and so uh Brian Zanetti is one of only two uh Swiss players that has been drafted he's a flyers prospect. Leon Bichel is the other one he was drafted by Dallas um Sweden has some players uh playing in the WHL Fabian Lazell plays for Vancouver he's a pick by Boston then you have Simone Robertson uh who is playing in the SHL right now um For Finland, Brad Lambert is a centerman. He plays um, or or he's expected, excuse me, to um, head over to the Seattle Thunderbirds. Uh, So we'll see what happens there. And uh, there's a few Thunderbirds players that we've seen here and there. So anyway, uh, this article was on Sportsnet. You can check the show notes if you want to see what uh, Sam Constantino thinks about some players to watch. As far as the Seattle Kraken, we will see the team back in action, or at least we should see the team back in action, because on Wednesday we have the Calgary Flames, and then later in the week we play Edmonton. Before on January 1, we take on the New York Islanders. (sighs) You know, um, wasn't a great... Wasn't a great end to the holiday season for us, you know, that that loss to Vancouver really burnt my dang grits. So, um, we'll see what they can do, but um, we're looking forward to um, a better, a better close to the 2022 portion of the season. And for me, that really does mean being disciplined defensively. I know a lot of people look at the advanced analytics and they say that our defensemen are great at this one particular part of the game. I think it's like Adam Larson and preventing exits and stuff. like. I don't know. (sighs) That's great. Sure, I'll take that when you look at our defensive breakdowns, it's not the entries and exits that are the problem. It's turnovers. It's our turnovers. uh, So you can't necessarily blame that one on defense. But it's also puck watching in our zone, particularly on the power play, which essentially to me is being out of position. So it's great. You have to be able to stand people up on the blue line, either in your defensive zone or as they're trying to exit their defensive zone. Absolutely. You have to be able to do that. But if you can't do the basic stuff like not puck watching, like making sure you're shuffling your feet, like making sure you're in communication so that you're not exposing your goaltender back door. Those are basic, basic, basic things. And when we get crushed defensively, that's what's crushing us. Turnovers is a team problem. But being out of position, that's that's coming from the blue liners. So I'm sure we'll talk about this more. We'll get a little bit more into the Seattle Kraken again. I'm assuming that they'll have practice, but who knows? Because they never like to practice, Um, but they'll probably practice tomorrow. And then, of course, we'll get some quotes on game day, which is going to be our first game day post. Uh, Hanukkah Christmas is going to be on Wednesday so we'll talk a little bit about that but yeah this was just a fun way to do a recap and to get in like a low-key vibe for our daily episode You can follow us at Locked on Kraken on all your social platforms, including, of course, right here on YouTube. But thanks, as always, for making Locked on Kraken a part of your daily routine. I'm your host, Eric L. Ayala, and we'll be back tomorrow. We'll do more of a regular schedule tomorrow. Um, I'm not going to wait until the day two recap. We'll probably do a little bit of a day two recap on Wednesday on our game day episode, and we'll get into that. But Calgary... We dropped that game to Vancouver. We've got Calgary and Edmonton in the Pacific Division. We're holding tight, holding fast, if you will, and staying true as a top three team. But we want to keep that. So we got to work for it. And we have a chance this week. We'll talk about it more on Locked on Kraken. Thanks, as always, for making us a part of your daily routine. You know how I do. We say hold fast. We say stay true. And when our team is not on the ice, I remind you to be kind to yourself and to others. Until tomorrow, love and light. And again, happy first night of Kwanzaa. Peace.